Hi, I'm James Schillinglaw, and I'm here with a familiar face, if you've been watching us, and also someone who has contributed to Insider Travel Report, uh, namely Lindsay Epperly, who is now the owner and founder of Jet Set Travel. Uh, Jet Set actually was an agency that Lindsay's agency, Epperly Travel, purchased uh, last year, and we actually had a lovely uh, interview with her and the, the uh, owner of uh, 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 Jet Set, and um, now they're all together. But now we're, we're going to talk to Lindsay about that and where she is today. But more importantly, we're going to talk uh, to her about a way that uh, her agency works together uh, in a form called Teams and how that works and makes the whole process a lot better. And you're going to find out about all that and more on Insider Travel Report. Now, Lindsay, first of all, uh, we haven't talked, well, we have talked, but we haven't really discussed, uh, you, you, you bought uh, uh, Julia uh, uh, Peering's agency, uh, and I, th I believe Julia is still working as an independent contract for you, um, but we had the, that a great interview with the two of you, and since that time, uh, you, your, your agency was Epperly Travel, but now you've adopted the Jet Set name. Why did you do that? First of all, yeah, yeah. Um, well, and you're right. It's been about a year since that acquisition took place. So we've made a lot of changes um, with the biggest one being the rebrand. So we very much stepped back and looked at what is the future of this company? And, um, you know, for so long since its inception, it had been Epperly Travel, which was my maiden name. And it always felt when it was Epperly Travel, like the spotlight kept shining on me. And I was kind of the one that was answering, you know, all of the, the bigger things in the industry, the questions that we'd get from press, et cetera, et cetera. And we really felt like the direction of this company is all about the advisors that we're bringing on. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's a platform that is meant to elevate them further. And so we decided to rebrand to Jet Set World Travel because we felt like that was going to be the brand that would really promote them further. So the, the whole conversation of the rebrand, actually the, the phrase we kept going back to was going from me to we. And how okay. do we make this a team effort? Now, roughly how many, uh, and you basically operate with independent contractors, right? Uh, how many independent contractors do you have now with the com combined two agencies uh, over the past year? Yeah. So we have both a mix of independent contractors as well as a few in-house um, advisors okay. plus uh, plus support team employees that are in place really to support those in-house advisors. All in, and I don't have our exact breakdown off the top of my head, but, but we've at about 45 total um, between okay. ICs and staff. And so, and you are continued to be affiliated with Virtuoso, correct? Yes. Yeah. So anyway, so, so you, you got, all of a sudden you had a, a much larger agency uh, in the past year and you've had to implement uh, different processes and procedures. And one of the things that we talked about that you wanted to highlight was this concept of teams. So first of all, tell us a lot about that and how it works. Yeah. Well, so this was actually a dream of mine for years and years because of the way that I actually founded and launched Everly Travel. So, you know, we were actually a team within a team. When, when I first founded Everly Travel, we were part of a larger host agency. And at the time I had this, this vision of creating an agency, but wanted the support of a larger host agency to do it, right? To kind of use them as a, an incubator, essentially. Right. And, um, and I, I was really fortunate and, and the host that I was with was, was very willing to work with me, kind of let me do my own thing. But there were many times in that journey where I was going, 
I just feel very alone. Like I feel like I am an entrepreneur and I have this vision, but I don't have the leadership teaching me how to execute it. Um, One, because that's essentially teaching your competition, right? So there's always kind of a fear mentality of we don't want to teach her too many things because she's just going to go out on her own eventually. Right. right. Um, and two, I just didn't really have anyone else in my peer group that was doing something similar. So it was really hard to find um, community. So mm-hmm. when I was building Epperly Travel as a standalone, I wanted to build the host agency that I always wish that I had when right. I was bringing forth that entrepreneurial vision. So that's why we've really built ourselves up. We've built our entire model around supporting advisors, no matter what their goals are in the industry. Um, specifically though, unique to us is the ability to support teams in a way that fosters their growth and fosters their leadership. And that's just something that's really, I'm really passionate about because it's, it's exactly how I built my company. So, so you instituted this with your, your now combined uh, travel agency and and you had been doing it with Epperly Travel and now with Jetset. How has that worked uh, and helped you combine the two agencies, Jetset World and uh, Epperly? Yeah, I think that it really is bringing a, a commonality for us because, because every advisor, whether they have the goal of scaling a team or just remaining a solopreneur, to succeed, they have to look at themselves like entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And so it's given us a common ground in bringing the two companies together of finding different goals with different advisors and kind of segmenting those. So for example, if an advisor has the, the interest in becoming a team leader and actually building up their team, whether they have 10 people on their team or they've got no one, they just know they have the goal and the dream, we're putting them together in think tanks and essentially leading these conversations that um, almost like a little miniature benchmarking or TAMs where we're, we're truly open with one another and saying, what are you struggling with? How do we help? What's the next level for your business? And it's a community around it. So it's bringing advisors, not just Jet Set or Legacy Epperly, it's also bringing our affiliates into the conversation who are completely branded separately. Everyone is coming to the table based around their goals, not necessarily based around their brand. Now, how do you become or how how are you selected as a team leader and how many team leaders right now do you have roughly? Yeah, um, it's really not something that we are necessarily selecting. It's, it's self-selected. It's someone recognizing I'm at a point in my career where I feel very strongly about paying it forward and mentoring others. That's, that's really the, the onus of most of our team leaders is they have this desire to help train others as well. Right. Um, but of course they have the business desire too, right? They want to build something larger than themselves. And so these are individuals who are coming to us and saying, I know that I have this vision. How can we take the steps to execute it? And when we started all of this, we had I, just two team leaders who were doing something very similar to what I did with Epperly. And as of recently, we've had four individual ICs um, express or begin their journey as team leaders where they have hired ICs as well, or they have hired employee assistants. So they're actually beginning to build out their teams. Um, And one of the tools that we use with that, I I know you know about the news with us bringing Entree Travel in-house. One of the tools we're using is that online travel agent training program specifically for all of our ICs and their sub-agents so that those agents have access to immediate training. Yeah, well, I do know we we were running uh, videos in, uh, on your entree travel and its yeah. concepts, uh, and and yeah, and actually you did bring it in house, meaning it that really that is now just for your agency, right? Uh, exactly. Uh, yeah, not not for the world at large anymore. 
Correct. Um, so the world at large has lost lost access to Ontario Sorry, travel, well. but everyone who's part of your agency get, gets a sort of exclusivity there, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, and we did that with the larger vision of knowing we could pour more resources into it as Jet Set versus it being a standalone, um, including we're actually building out a kind of Entree Travel 2.0 that is specifically focused on building teams. So it's really, again, taking what we're teaching and creating a platform where our advisors who are maybe interested in becoming a team leader or in sharpening those skills can go through that program and get the baseline that they need for education. Now, to what level do people share business intelligence and information uh, with your, you know, let's say you're a team leader and you you have several people, several uh, travel advisors who are part of your team. And, you know, you, you mentioned TAMS, which is uh, or Bob Jocelyn's uh, consulting company where you bring in travel agencies ostensibly that could be competitors, uh, mm-hmm. but they all share everything. They really get down and dirty and just figure out what's, what works, what doesn't, the processes. Uh, it sounds like, as you said, you're doing something similar here with these teams, but let's say you share information with someone who ends up not uh, staying with with your agency and and moving on somewhere or or even selling off to another agency. Yeah, great question. Well, we're we are super inspired by Tams. We are Tams members. Doctor Bob is a huge mentor of ours, as is Eric Mirianov, who now owns Tams. Right. And and being able to participate in that has been very inspirational. And in seeing all right, this makes sense at the owner level, but there's nothing like this that exists at the you know agent to agent the peer level. So I mean everyone runs a risk, right? Like even in the ownership level, yes, we sign NDAs when we're going into those rooms, but everyone runs a risk of someone can consolidate or someone can sell off and that that knowledge is, you know, it, it could be disseminated in some way. Um, so I think it's a risk that we, we take, but I do feel like we have built a really strong community of trust. So I see these, these team leaders who are more than willing to come to the table and openly be willing to share. So that's really at the core of it. Yes, they're sharing information and data, but they're also sharing best practices that I, I mean, if a best practice gets leaked, that's okay with me. That's making our entire industry better. Right. And um, and we do have the example, actually, you brought up if one of those teams were to go elsewhere. Um, we have a really cool story that came out just a few weeks ago about one of our affiliate companies who actually, she decided to sell her affiliate company outside of the jet set walls. And because she no longer had the passion or the desire to be in the industry, she wanted to go on to something next, but she was an entrepreneur through and through and was able to actually fulfill that entrepreneurial journey because she built up this agency within an agency. And I I just, I think that's the coolest thing in the world. You know, we very much, I I think a lot of owners would look at that and say, well, well, that's money off of your books, but it, it not while she was with us and not the fact that it is a completion of that journey that we're encouraging. So that that's a success story. No, absolutely. Especially if she built it up enough so she could sell it. Yeah. Uh, that's a pretty good achievement. Now, give, give us a couple of success stories of what these teams have generated, uh, even in the past year. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to. Well, and without going into too specific of the numbers, um, because this isn't our NDA signed group, right? Uh, without going into the two specifics. Well, yeah. here's, the, here's your NDA right now. Okay. <laughs> That's, I'll, I'll sign it, whatever. You should always get it out of me. All right, so... I, I can't speak for all the people watching this, so that's... Yeah. <laughs> so we actually have set up our commission split model to behoove top producers and teams. And meaning that 
the traditional commission split model, when I, when I had a team within a team, it was, it was frustrating in that, yes, I was making more money, but I was also giving more money away. So even when I had reached like a 95% payout, I'm looking at the tens of thousands of dollars that I'm paying, you know, nearly hundred thousand dollars every year and saying that that could really go back into my business. And there's a certain level of success as an IC where you maybe don't need as much that the host agency is providing, but you're still getting charged for. And so for our teams, as well as for our top producers that are hitting these same numbers, once they reach a certain number, a threshold, everything above that is at a hundred percent to them. So they're really able to reap the upside. And um, a success story is that just this week, three of our team leaders reached that upside. And so they're paid out at a hundred percent for the remainder of the year. Wow. That's great. And it's so exciting. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a tangible, it's a really cool thing to see. They've worked very hard and some of them are team leaders and some of them are just super producers, but they've worked very hard. And Every entrepreneur got to see the downside of 2020, right? Like we all saw the risk on the on the dark side of it. And so it's neat to be able to have a program where they can now see the upside of that risk. No, that's great. That's great. So it sounds like it really is working for you. Yeah. Um, I want to turn to something a little different here. Obviously, we're, we're, we're here. We are in uh, 2022. Um, how's your business doing? Uh, what's looking good right now for you? And are you going to have a pretty good year this year? Everybody talks about 23. Uh, being going to be gangbusters, but I'm hearing, you know, 22 probably ain't going to be so bad to either. I think we're afraid if, if 23 is gangbusters compared to 22, because it has been just chaos. I mean, good chaos, but definitely, you know, it, it, I was actually, I sent out a, a memo to the team a couple of weeks ago. We do like a monthly update and I, I try to kind of look at big picture trends and what can really help us. And I am looking at 2022 in this it is as much of an anomaly as 2020 was, but just on the opposite end of that spectrum, right? We're overbooking. We are overcrowded. We're having to to answer to this demand that we all hoped and prayed for and knew was coming, but wow, it is more than we expected. So the business is doing great. The advisors are doing great. They're they're reaping the benefits of so much, you know, so many, many of the seeds they planted back in 2020, just like hoping they would grow. Well, now they are just off shooting. Um, So, a large part of what we're doing right now is just the ensuring that everyone feels comfortable setting boundaries, saying yes to the right things and no to the wrong things, um, and and having the grit to get through the next few months because they're going to need that for this to be a, a career that they 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 take with them for a long time, right? Like they they'll burn out if they just say yes to everything right now. So to answer your question, business is going really really well, um, but it is something that as an entrepreneur and as a human, I really like to think about intentionally so that we can ensure our team sticks through this and it keeps enjoying it. Like it's a fun career, but it's oh, it could fun. be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now I remember way, way back when, when you first started, you were kind of, you're sort of focused a little bit on honeymoons and weddings and all that. Cause you, you were actually in college, right? And yeah. a lot of your friends and, and people you knew were getting married. Uh, I assume that's still a component of your business, but obviously not the only component anymore, right? Right. No, we have become a full-blown generalist agency with plans around the world at a four and five-star level. Um, I have actually personally stepped out of selling because it allowed me to focus on leading the company. So it's fun to to go down memory lane with you on those days where I started off as a bright-eyed and bushy-tailed 19-year-old selling sandals honeymoons. You know, uh, we've come pretty far. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, that's great. But I was going to think about that because obviously honeymoons and, and weddings, that kind of business is most likely coming back because, you know, some of these, these plans were delayed uh, yeah. uh, during the pandemic. Uh, and now they're, as, as most of the other ones, you've also got a lot of cruises out there with future cruise credits and future tour credits and a lot of things going on. So that's all on top of this, you know, as people uh, emerge from the pandemic with this pent up demand. So they want to go. And all these people that didn't get to go the last two years also want to go. So as you said, it's, it's the perfect storm in a good way, right? Yeah. Yeah. Compression is really, really hitting hard. It's interesting too, that you bring up the honeymoon market because I have a lot of friends in the wedding industry. We, we partner very close with, with our wedding industry um, counterparts, you know, just as much to send back destination wedding and honeymoon referrals to one another. And um I mean, you've got weddings happening on Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesday nights now. So the the honeymoon market has come back tenfold in that so many had to move. And now it's not just you're dealing with every Saturday and Sunday honeymoon or you're dealing with every night of the week. There is a wedding these days, which is just really wild. Yeah, no, I know. I know my son and his wife seem to be going to weddings all the time and they're they're about in your age range. uh, And that's all they seem to do. I I say, do you want to get together? So, oh, no, I got a wedding this weekend. I like or I have a wedding during the week. I'm like, is is, who's not getting married? I don't know. And and if it's not that it's somebody having a baby or something, you know, so it's like uh, that that it doesn't stop. So, yeah, we're definitely seeing, you know, as we emerge uh, a lot of changes and 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 really uh, accelerating the market in in certain such as weddings and honeymoons and destinations but as you said it's it's everything it's it's everybody wants to come back and travel and that's a good thing yeah totally well we're here for it yeah absolutely now anything else you want to tell us about uh, this team's concept or any other concept we're, we're probably gonna do another interview with you in a, in a, in a couple of months or something to talk about some of the other things that you're you're working on because uh, you were contributing pretty heavily to us before but now entre, entre travel is is a secret so we can't talk to you about that anymore uh, but maybe maybe a lot of few of the secrets out for the rest of our uh, rest of our audience to enjoy all of our hundred thousand travel advisors because I think you can out there benefit from uh, what Lindsay has gone through and what she's doing. And uh, she really has built up her agency tremendously since since the time when I saw her as a 19 year old. Uh, oh, my God. How many years ago was that? We're going to we're going to you're going to make me feel old. 13. 14, I, don't, I can't do math. I can't do math. <laughs> I'm in my 30s now. Obviously, you're, you're, you let your, your, your husband do the numbers. Right? That's right. That's why Jeremy's our CEO. <laughs> let Jeremy do the numbers. And you, you do. I, same, I'm the same way, except I don't have anybody to do the numbers. But uh, <laughs> but, but anyway, yeah. But as I, I, I got to tell you, you really have done an amazing job. Uh, first with Epperly and now with Jet Set World Travel. Uh, the merger last year was very interesting and really, you know, it showed what's going on in the market. Uh, you've done a successful merger during uh, pandemic times, which uh, must have been fun, but also, as you said, it's, it's getting to be rewarding. Uh, but anything else you'd like to tell our audience at this point about your agency and, and how you're working with, let's say, teams and things like that? Yeah, yeah. asking. You know, we, we actually went into the pandemic as a virtual company, and we plan on remaining a virtual company, which, you know, may or may not be a big breaking news type of thing these days. I think you've got a lot of hybrids out there, but you, you've got a lot who are returning back to the office. And um, for us, we've always been hyper intentional about building a virtual culture because 
we fully believe the future of this industry is independent contractors based all around the U.S. And it's not right. just our ICs, also our in-house advisors are based all around the U.S., you know, so us being able to support them where they are, which these days is virtual, um, and then seeing these teams grow on a virtual level, right, where you've got a team leader in D.C. leading someone that is in Barcelona. I mean, that is just right. that is just amazing to me to be able to, to support that kind of future facing travel industry. So that's probably the last thing I'd say is, um, you know, if anyone else is, is kind of thinking through that virtual culture and what that looks like, that's, that's something that's often on the forefront of my mind. I'm always excited to talk about, um, you know, we're always asking ourselves, like, how do we just like recreate the water cooler conversation or, or make sure that, that everyone is getting, getting together. And we're also going to have an in-person summit this year. So we'll right. actually have them physically in person as well. Oh, what but, a revolutionary uh, concept that might be. I know, right? <laughs> I heard those are pretty popular these years. So we jumped <laughs> on the bandwagon, but just being able to bridge the other 52 weeks of the year. Yeah. Months. Well, that's, that's why, you know, we all discovered Zoom, uh, <laughs> although it was there. Um, and obviously we've been running the business and we're not going to, you know, drop it all just because, you know, and I do go to a lot of uh, in-person conferences myself. Now I'm back to doing that. We'll be back doing that when we meet each other in Virtuoso in August. Um, and that's all great. And we had it last year too. And my schedule is pretty full, but the fact is we're still going to be using Zoom, obviously, as we are here today. Uh, it's still a very effective tool and you can still do a lot of great meetings, especially uh, when you have an, an agency like yours that's kind of spread out all over, there's just no way you can bring everybody together all the time, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. But if you're intentional about how you're building that culture, it's just a really special thing, I think, that you can keep a virtual culture. Absolutely. Well, we'll be, be keenly interested in how you develop your virtual culture, how you use Teams even further in the future, and uh, everything else you can think of, because I know you've been very active and very focused on that with, with your own travel and things like that, that we're uh, really trying to help your own agency, but other also other uh, travel advisors uh, really get through this pandemic and also learn how to, you know, improve their business all over. But Lindsay, I want to thank you very much for spending a little time with us today. Uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to do that uh, Maybe we'll do one live in August. Who knows? I mean, that would be revolutionary when we're in Vegas together. That would be crazy, you know, to just actually see you. Uh, in I know, we always miss each other. <laughs> I know, it is, it is, it's, you know, we're so used to the virtual thing now. But uh, again, thank you so much. And uh, really good luck uh, with, with uh, Jet Set uh, World uh, down in the future. And we'll look forward to seeing you in Las Vegas in August. Thanks, James. I appreciate your time. I'm James Schillinglaw, and this is Insider Travel Report.